0: Hello and welcome to the commute podcast on a Tuesday with your host Chris Single. Chris Single couldn't be with us this morning. He had to run to Dunkin' Donuts. He's getting donuts for the crew, in just a case of bad timing. You know, he he ran out right when we were going on the air, and that's fine because the truth is that. You've got your substitute host, Mike Zeke, here for the West Coast edition of the Commute Podcast. And, hey, if Chris gets back, you know, maybe you'll be able to hear us talk together uh, while we while we just munch on Dunkin' Donuts. You know, just chew, choo choo chomp-chomp-chomp. And, and that'd be kind of fun, too, you know, in its own right. So I guess the point of the story is don't fret about Chris Single's donut run, you know? This is not a time for blame, okay? This is not a time where the appropriate response is fiery-eyed hatred of somebody for doing something wrong, okay? If you're ever going to be fiery-eyed, save it for when it really matters, you know? That's my motto. Like I said, it's your West Coast host at the most, <coughs> Mike Zeke. It's going to be with you here on a Tuesday morning, just rocking and rolling. We just turned left. We're going to get on that freeway. Y'all know how we do it. It's real-time traffic updates that have no bearing on your everyday life and insightful commentary from the likes of yours truly hope everybody's doing great this morning trying to figure out what to talk about got a couple of things going on in my mind we're going to take a little detour here it's going to be very brief and <laughs> let's be clear this is an insightful commentary detour not a real-time traffic updates that have no bearing on your everyday life detour But this is thing that was interesting to me, and it's from my personal life, so just bear with me. You know, we're not going to spend too much time on it. I don't want to sound like a pretentious a-hole, because I know I've been known to do that. So just take all those grains of salt and apply them liberally as we proceed here. But I had a slightly interesting evening last evening, and here's what it was. I didn't have anything going on after work, and then I went home and I didn't have any beer in the fridge, and so I ate my dinner, and I drank a glass of water, and I hung out for a little bit, and then I walked outside briefly, and I thought to myself, self, this is the first day in recent memory where you haven't had an alcoholic beverage to drink <clears throat> on a given day. Now, let's be clear. I don't usually have copious alcoholic beverages okay as i as i go through my evening but almost every day i drink a little a little beer or two watch some tv just kind of hang out and i think what really struck me was less that i drink way too much which i might although like i said we're not drinking to excess every night we're not getting we're not getting drunk every night it's just a couple of beers you know but what struck me about it was that I legitimately could not remember the last time I didn't have any alcohol in a 24-hour period. So it was just an interesting little little moment, an interesting little thought here as we as we make our way through our lives. I just I think LA culture in particular lends itself to this because oh there I almost I almost I almost shifted lanes into somebody. Pretty sure he shifted lanes into me, which is kind of interesting. But hey, look, we are not inside of a blue Honda Fit right now and that is a pro. But yeah, I bring it up here on the podcast just because it's one of those things that sort of so striking that you almost can't not mention it. I don't know, It's maybe it's maybe maybe I'm bastardizing the podcast here, using it for my own personal procedural processes that's redundant, but it was just this, this interesting thing. You know, LA has this culture where you go out after work and get drinks with somebody you don't know very well to get to know them a little bit better. So you can kind of build a little bit of a relationship. And then on top of that, you know, I think it's pretty common to just have some beers in the fridge, grab one for dinner, you know, kind of do your thing on a relatively regular basis. And Like I said, it's just one of those weird, weird occurrences in your brain hole. Anyway, something to kind of think about, I guess. I don't, I don't, I thought I was going to have more to say about it, to be honest. But the, the sheer fact of it is what, is what really hit me. And now that we're talking about it here on the podcast, I think there's, there's little more to say than that, but just, it just. Proved to me, I think, how much something like that creeps into your life and becomes a given when maybe it shouldn't be a given. And again, I'm not not mad at the amount of alcohol I consume, but it just it was a very interesting thought to me. Anyway, maybe it's not interesting to you. That's okay. You're a, you're a loyal listen, listener of the podcast. we will be back tomorrow. I have faith in that. I appreciate that. I don't I don't take that lightly. Try to avoid the personal detours as much as we can. But it was just an interesting epiphany. A moment. A moment in time with a realization. We can switch gears, that's all I really had to say. I don't know. It's an interesting phenomenon. trying to think what else is going on finished season one of bojack for those of you loyal listeners to the podcast you know i've been going hard on the on the bojack horseman really enjoying it it's a new paradigm for animated series for me not used to getting this invested and involved in the characters boy howdy that show is quite good at telling a story about an animated horse I think I was drawing some comparisons in my brain hole to Entourage, another television program about life in Los Angeles, and was struck by how they're very much sort of the same show but from exactly opposite vectors. That is Entourage is about budding success and BoJack Horseman is about post-success life It's very, very interesting how different those shows are tonally, and yet how very much they both have to say about life here in Los Angeles. If you don't spend time in Los Angeles, then perhaps they have somewhat less resonance for you. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. I don't know, man, I'm all over the map today. But I just think it's another its another set of, what's the word I'm looking for? Inputs, maybe, that really kind of makes me think about the way we all move through the world, the way we all interact, particularly here in Los Angeles. Just an interesting set of facts. There I am. We're not falling back on the old word interesting. It's, it's my favorite word here on the podcast. Right up there with fascinating. This is the second day in a row I've hit traffic, guys. And I don't like it. It makes me, it makes me grumbly. It makes me a grumble bunny. I'm just grumbling like a bunny. But it's kind of whack. It's like I'm trying to get to work. I'm relying on a specific specific bit of timing here I left with a full half hour to get somewhere in 20 minutes and now I feel like I'm gonna be cutting it right down to the wire That just doesn't make me comfortable everything's so funny you guys it's so goofy I don't know life's a weird it's a weird ball of wax isn't it it's just you kind of keep doing what you've been doing some days it get you some days it don't I think that's maybe the theme of this podcast Even though I didn't really set out to have a theme. But it's the theme of today's episode, which is... You kind of go through your life... And just keep doing what it is you've been doing. And then some days you feel it more than others. And that's just a... Just a weird phenomenon. Just all of a sudden have feelings about animated shows... When you didn't really have feelings about animated shows before. And... Feelings about the way you consume alcohol when you didn't really have feelings about that before. Feelings about traffic, which you've always had, because traffic is the worst. A wise man once said, you're not in traffic. You are traffic. And I try to take that to heart. Oh boy, oh boy. We're just driving to work. I don't even know what accent this is. It's just kind of crazy out there. You guys get it. You're with it. You're picking up what I'm putting down. Woo boy. I think we're gonna try something crazy. Hold on one second. A little traffic maneuvering. This is crazy. Who's doing this? I don't understand. But one of the things I did want to talk about about BoJack Horseman is the crazy guest stars they get for that show. I mean, Naomi Watts, Margot Martindale, everybody's just having a rip-roaring good time, it sure seems to me. And I kind of dig that. I'm kind of all about it. I think it's pretty chill, you know? So, and I think what's interesting is the way they get them to kind of go all out. It's one of those casting situations where, you can call it stunt casting, on the one hand, but on the other hand, the material kind of has to be there, right? Like, and part of what interests me in that about that in particular with respect to this show is, it's not as if season one had a chance to really get out there, impress some people, and then have their agents call and be like, hey, do you want to be on BoJack? It's way more complicated than that because by virtue of the fact that the whole first season drops so you kind of don't know as an actor what you're getting into and with an unknown it's it's almost you almost have to believe that the creators of the show had good relationships with the talent and stuff like that so that they could get the darn talent to agree to it in advance of the thing because otherwise how would the talent kind of know what they're getting into and stuff like that but it's just an interesting crazy world out there and another another component of the streaming revolution you know as we proceed here you never really know how the next wave is going to break and i just find this one particularly interesting i mean they've got naomi watts Margot martindale wallace what's that guy's name i feel bad with the guy from The Princess Bride and just a whole bunch of different character actors and actor actors for crying out loud that all just show up do roles on a TV show they've never seen before it's an interesting interesting ball of wax I'm kind of pulling up to the office now we'll probably leave it at that but we did touch on the post post human society Robot Led Society, Streaming Revolution, how it's impacting our day-to-day lives without us ever even thinking about it. And the rest of the show, you know, just a little bit of a wonky, feelings-based shrug emoji of a show. I really don't like the shrug emoji. I'm gonna get on record as saying that. I think it abdicates responsibility for one's feelings. I think it kind of goes against the point of the rest of the emojis. All the, uh, the whole purpose of an emoji is to say what you feel, and everybody feels, you know? And so if you're just throwing a shrug emoji up there, I feel like you're being moderately intellectually dishonest or maybe even emotionally dishonest. I don't know, it's just a thought. I'm not trying to ban the shrug emoji. There are limited cases in which I feel like it could work. But I feel like people just rely on it and they become shrug emoji people. They buy shrug emoji t-shirts. They're really proud of the fact that they love the shrug emoji. And it's sort of like, guys, just be true to your feelings. It's okay to feel. It's okay to feel multiple things at once. It's okay to not know what you feel. But the shrug, it just, it makes it look like you don't care. And I know you do care. So, you know. So there you go. That's it. That's your episode of the commute podcast today. It's been very, very enlightening to talk these things through with you. And truly, we couldn't do it without you. So for that, we say thanks for listening. And I'll talk to you guys in the next one. Peace.